0: Marketing is this mysterious thing. How do you know which type of marketing you should be doing? How do you know what marketing you should be doing for your business? Well, there's only one real way to know, and you know we're a big fan of it on this podcast. It is test and measure. That's the only way to know. Go and do it. Try it. Run a Facebook ad Talk to some influencers, send out some flyers, do some stuff, and see what brings in sales. The only way to know what marketing works is to test and measure. And in this week's episode, we get to find out the results from Adam from Craft Box Club's marketing mini-experiment. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Adam, welcome back to the show for Marketing Mini Experiments Part Two. It's good to have you back.
1: Hello, I'm back. It's good to be back.
0: (laughs) Hello, I'm back. (laughs) Yes. It's like the British version of Arnold Schwarzenegger there. Hello, I'm I'm back. That's what they call me,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So it's been a few weeks since we did episode one. And in episode one, we had a few things we were going to test. We were doing the Facebook ad. uh, We were talking to some influencers. We were doing a little bit of research around that and sending some emails out. And now we get to know uh, what worked and what didn't. So before we dive into the actual numbers, how was your experience of doing this marketing mini experiment? How did it feel? Like what happened to you?
1: Yeah, it's been really good, and I've got some good results which I can we can I, I can share with you. It, it it was great, Alan, to have uh, the, the 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 time set or the homework set, um, so that I knew that I what, exactly what I had to do for the week ahead, and I I committed to something, um, and that that was a, a real motivator. So that was helpful.
0: Well, I think. Yeah, because I've been doing this coaching series now in different versions with about five or six people. And I was out for dinner last night. Someone actually asked me, do you ever have any problems with people not doing the homework? And I kind of thought about it for a second. The answer was no immediately. Then I thought, why is it no? And I thought, "Well." people are coming back on a podcast with an audience of three and a half thousand people they have to report back to. There's not going to be much follow through issue. (laughs) They have some accountability. Plus I'm there going, "Uh, hello, did you do the homework? Um, (laughs) And I think I also spell it out. Well, we spell it out very clearly at the end of the episode before, like this is what we're going to do. A, B, C. I work very hard to make sure it's clear next actions Everyone knows what they're doing, and I think that's so critical. So I think if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you have two options. Option one, uh, apply to be one of the uh, coachees. Option two, find someone in your life that will do this for you, or do it with you, sorry, and ask them. So I want to keep moving my business on every week will you have a 10-minute chat with me about what do I want to do in the next week and working out and defining it and then coming back and going, did you do it? How did it go? Are you okay? And I think that weekly progress of what are we doing to get things better? Did it work? What are we doing next? Did it work? What are we doing next? And I've been thinking a lot recently that business is just a journey. For those of you listening this, running a business is a journey. It's not something you go, I've done it. I've done business. Tick. It's over. Um, And I think it's a bit like weight loss and fitness. Uh, I wish I could get to weight loss and fitness and get to my ideal weight. And then it's like, tick, I've done it. Um, But that doesn't happen very often. Uh, I get to my ideal weight and then I either keep going or I bounce back. (laughs) And uh, it's the same with the business. It's a journey. It's what am I doing this week to keep progressing, keep moving, keep driving? What am I doing next week? And actually, the joy is in the continual improvement, the continual work over time. So I think that's a really important point you've pulled out right at the start. And uh, it does help. The follow through does help if you have someone like me going, so what are you going to do next? Uh, And just it's very simple questions, um, but it does help. So those of you listening. Go find someone that will help you do this or do it for yourself. Pull out a notebook, write down the questions I ask each week and then ask them for yourself. Like if you're listening to this, play along with it as if you were Adam. Just Pretend you're Adam answering the questions that I'm blatantly going to ask Adam in a minute, like, how did it work? What were the stats? Can you go into Facebook numbers? I'm blatantly going to grill him on all this stuff because I'm curious. And just play along as if you're Adam. Uh, yeah, so that accountability of having someone there, Adam, do you ha- have you had that before in your life?
1: uh well i was going to say i think it's it's very um particularly in a business where you're passionate about what your the, the product that you're providing it's quite easy to be accountable to your customers because they've given you some money uh and then you know you sort of feel like you're letting them down if you weren't providing the thing but then things like uh doing the sales and marketing that's you know nobody's going to apart from you <laughs> <laughs> or, or having a accountability person. There's no one in my house. Um, possibly my cat at the moment, who's just just uh, made his way into the room, is, is going to shout at you about not doing those things. So it's particularly important for those those uh those things that aren't directly related to getting your product out to your customers. Which um, they um,
0: are the critical things that. They must be done, but there's no one there telling you. They're the incredibly important but non-urgent things like sales, like marketing. uh, And they only actually become urgent when you run out of customers or money. But until that point, they're non-urgent. And actually, we need to do this important work before it becomes urgent. If we wait until marketing and sales are urgent, we are in dire straits. I know I've done it.
1: Yeah, so... uh, in answer to your question have I had it uh, this sort of thing before not not really you know in in previous lives when I've been working in an office you sort of have a manager and you have to explain to them what you've been up to all week um but no with with this it's just me in my house uh, and I don't have yes. that at all so it's very in corporate
0: life it's inbuilt mm. they just they manage you. <laughs> they want you to do stuff. They know this stuff works, so they do it for you. Uh, when you get out on your own, there's no manager looking over your shoulder going, Adam, give me the status update. What's going on with this project? Come on. Um, cool. So that's accountability. Let's get into the marketing. Uh, where shall we start? Should we start with the Facebook ad? I'm kind of excited. I want to know the results. <laughs> what... let. I'm going to dictate. Let's start with the Facebook ad. What (laughs) happened? How did you feel? Run me through from the very start, like, well, give us an overview to start with. What was your sort of daily budget? Uh, what was the target and what kind of content did you put on it?
1: Great. So I, I'm, I got really excited about Facebook adverts. I think we talked about last time. There's just this huge potential for scalability. Um, so once you've got a recipe that works you can sort of turn that up, um, and you know, get more and more customers. And and it, and it just seems like a really efficient way if it works to get more customers. So I've, I've dabbled in, in Facebook ads before, and I've had no success at all. (laughs) Um, I've had a fair few click throughs to view the site, um, which I, you know, you start by feeling quite good about that, but, um, after a while, you realise that, that that's uh, a, a, it's kind of just for show, and it's that's it's, that's not what it's about. It's about the sales. Um, and I was I was getting pretty disheartened. So I think what in my mind this this experiment was going to be my last crack at doing this, uh, and if I didn't Oof. get any sales, then um then I would just sort of abandon it at least for a while, um and you know go go on to go on to one of the other many potential projects <laughs> for marketing there's uh, so much have... you could do yeah yeah exactly so uh, yeah that's the background <laughs> to sort of to sort of frame this um but yeah so the way that i went about it was so I, I did did a load of research about the best way of putting these ads together um my daily budget was was just five pounds so i spent that over a um about a week i think i spent overall um, I can have a look in there. So, for I spent... those of
0: you listening, five pounds is about seven, seven and a half dollars.
1: That's it. I'm going to get Facebook Ad Manager up um, so I can uh, grab the figures. But no, it's but yeah, it's been about five pounds a day over a couple of weeks, um, which yeah wasn't wasn't huge. And I I took the approach that I'd rather spend five pounds a day over a few weeks than spending that all in one day because then potentially people would come back to it and you know they would see it a few times uh, you know fewer people would see it um, more times over those few days rather than just showing it to loads more people once and then they might ignore it that time
0: i think that's actually a really smart thing so one of the key things in marketing is you very rarely click on an advert the first time you see it Very rarely, it's normally the second or third time, and I know I've done that when I'm scrolling down my Facebook feed and there's an advert for, I don't know, people know what I'm into. They know, Adam, they know what I'm into. (laughs) They show me adverts for Marvel-related products, like clothing and things like that, and uh, I very rarely click the first time I see it, but if it persistently comes up and it looks good, second, third I start to see it, and that's one of the marketing principles of impressions. You need to see something a few times before you actually go, "Oh, this is interesting." So I think that's a very, very clever strategy.
1: Great. Well, we well, don't know the stuff. results yet. That's
0: the we don't know the results yet. So let's let's hold off my judgment of being clever. It sounds clever so far.
1: <laughs> that's it. So um, oh, I've got the figures here. Great. So. Uh, yeah, so the, the key things that I included in the advert were, um, a question to get people engaged to start with. Uh, I, I put a video on there, so it really clearly shows what the product's about and shows off some of the videos that go with the craft kits. And then there's the offer in there. Um, and, and they're, they're actually things that I've, I've never used before when I've been doing adverts, I've not used any one of those. And, and they're meant to be the re- really critical things for getting engagement and, and getting sales. So I spent 63 pounds overall.
0: 63 pounds, which is about 90 bucks, maybe 85 bucks. So to give you an idea, if you're in different countries, that's about what we spent. So it was a mini experiment and yes that's what i love like you've done a lot of research you planned and it is a mini experiment like i think people need think they need to go to big to start with adam that sentence did not come out well andrew you know what to do uh i think people have a feeling that they need to go big to start with i need to pony up hundreds of pounds hundreds of dollars do a big experiment to see if it works and actually you're better off doing a series of mini experiments learning what works, improving, refining, and then having another go if you want to, and then when you know how to do this. Because it's very rare you get this right the first time. I've done a lot of different adverts over the time, and none of them have worked. Well, it gets better as you go on, and Adam's had a similar experience. So start small, do a series of tests, and then we see what happens. So, yeah, you spent £63, mini experiment, love it.
1: Yeah, so I I was aiming for uh, to spend a hundred pounds, but actually what I was doing with the offer was to say that it expires at the end of the month. Um, ah, so so I I basically had to cut that offer short at the end of the month. Um, so I I stopped that a little bit early. Um, and that yeah, that's another thing to really get people interested. Um, was was to have that as a limited time offer, so people think, oh, I can't just wait around. I need to take action right now.
0: That's incredibly important in any sales situation. Is the time-bound offer love it?
1: Cool. Um, well, I can go into a, a few more specifics of, about the Google Ever, but you want to know the results, don't you? Really? No, no, no. Let's get geeky. <laughs> Come on, let's get
0: geeky here, Adam. Let's let's right. talk about this. How many people saw it? Where did it go? Like, I, I want to know the details.
1: All right. Cool. So the yeah, the interesting thing was I, I did this thing, what is it called, like um, like a few different tests. So I had three different types of advert running at the same time uh, under the same campaign. Okay. So, uh, and Facebook will choose the one that um, the algorithms say is doing best. Okay. And really quickly, it just chucked out all of the adverts, apart from the video one,
0: it's all about the video. So the video uh, worked best by far. Yes, yeah, so this it's, is. It's, sorry, I was just going to say this is a video that you uploaded directly to Facebook.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So um, part of part of my business is making videos, so I had all the software kind of ready to do that.
0: So it very quickly worked out that the video was the one that was grabbing people's attention. Did it tell you in terms of is that in terms of click-throughs? Is that in terms of likes, comments? Like how were they measuring the success of that advert?
1: So they do show you the the click-throughs, but the what what was happening was that they were spending the budget way, way less on everything that wasn't video. So all, like 95% of the budget in in just in the first day, they they threw directly at that video. So mm. that shows that they're not really, they're not really getting a huge amount of data before just knowing that the video is going to work. And okay. then they're, they're spending a bit of budget on the other ones on the, So there, there is was just a, a single image and then this carousel thing where you can kind of click through various different products. Um, yeah. but yeah, pretty much straight away. They, the, they just seem to allocate 95% of the budget to the video. And I don't know if that's just because, because it was sort of only five pounds, they just went, oh, it's not worth spending the budget on anything else. If you perhaps if you put a hundred pounds on a day, they would have spread the budget a bit more. Um, but they, they, yeah, they, they basically just decided for me just to show the, show the video um, <laughs> straight away
0: cool so the video was the one they showed what happened to it what were the results over the week how was your experience did you get any sales you know that moment when the sale comes in and you go oh it worked did that happen
1: uh i did um and it was it was an incredible moment to get <laughs> to get a <the> sale <laughs> from one of these things <laughs> it's just nice to know that it that it all works you know um yeah so you you, you know straight away whether the sale is from um from a for the Facebook ad because How? Facebook Facebook knows via this thing called this pixel um, that's installed on the website, uh, and then also I had an offer code, so um, you could only use that offer code if you had clicked through from the Facebook advert. So I had a way of just verifying that. Mm. Um, so I I knew straight away, oh, it's worked and it's come from Facebook. Perfect
0: so when did that happen what was that was that that first moment was it quite quick was it did it take a few days
1: yeah it took it it was probably about three days in um somebody bought a kit uh and then uh, a couple more days in um i had another sale
0: hey so how many sales did you get over the period i got drum drum roll please
1: with a big smile on my face i'm saying i got sales (laughs) (laughs)
0: so you've got two sales then i guess my second question i'm gonna get geeky here because i know your business a little bit was that for one-off kits was it for six-month subscriptions did they buy the lifetime subscription like how much did these people because we've spent 63 pounds how much did we bring in for 63 pounds
1: so the the amount that we brought in up front so The the revenue amount was £74. Okay. From those two sales. Um, Which which sounds sounds quite good.
0: (laughs) Well, it's £11 more than we spent on advertising. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I would assume you're losing money at that rate. But, like, we proved it works. We proved you've got sales. But currently, this mini experiment, in terms of your profit margin... You can't spend sixty-three pounds to make seventy-four. That just that just doesn't make sense financially, I assume.
1: Yeah, so I I lost twenty pounds overall on that. Um but if so one of the, the two sales was signing up to a three month subscription. So yes. if if that three month subscription renews, then I'll then I, you know just renews once then I'm sort of £15 up on that one.
0: And then this then brings us on to the lifetime value of a customer because sometimes you want to bring the customer in for one set, they enjoy the one set, and then if they sign up to the six-month thing, you know you're going to make money over the long term. Um, But on a pure initial basis, 85% – like. Eighty-five percent of the money that you bought in was spent on the advert, which is incredibly high. Now we just need to see if they renew. If they renew, you definitely get into the fact that it is worth buying those customers for that price. But then it that that's a really interesting question. What is your renewal rate on six month subscriptions, Adam? Um,
1: So this was a three month one. Um, Okay, sorry. And it and it it varies because some some of them are gift subscriptions, so the gift subscriptions don't tend to stick because they're they're you know like a one-off thing. But with the um with with regular subscriptions, it's about kind of fifty percent.
0: That's interesting.
1: So people do, um, yeah, you know, well, half of the people tend to stick with it, and and when they stick with it, it's for the long term. So it's not just for one, you know, three months at a time. I've had customers that stick around for, well, they you know, since over a year ago now.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And you're going to build up more data as you go. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking about starting your business, you won't have any of this data to start with, Like you won't be able to answer these questions. This is something you build up as you go and you start to understand your business better. The challenge is most people do not understand their business. They never look at these numbers. They just know what's coming in, what's going out, and whether they are in the red or the black, whether they're making money or not. But understanding these numbers then enables us to do the experiment part two, experiment part three, and then we can work out can we improve the renewal rate? Can we improve the advert? What can we do? Um, so how do you feel in general, like, how do you feel in general about the Facebook advert experiment? What you spent, what you bought in? What are your thoughts and feelings, Adam?
1: So I feel like it's worth exploring a little bit more um, because you know that's that's the first time I've I've got real results. I feel like I'm doing something right at least, which is uh, yes, which is good. So I, I think the initial thing was like relief that you know that I, that I can make something um, make something work out of this and uh yeah it it, the um the the lifetime value of the customer thing i don't want to sort of kid myself that it's worth buying a load of customers and spending loads of money just in case they they might stay with me for a a few years you know so it's it's a tricky one to work out but i think overall because i've had the success now um success in my terms anyway i feel like it was a success so i I, i'd it's enough success to go on to do another experiment, I would say. <laughs> um, so, so I, I'm quite keen to run this at the end of you know for a week at the end of every month, which actually seems to be when people want to start subscriptions anyway because um, you know I, I have a I have a sort of peak in in purchases towards the end of the month. Um, so yeah I, I feel like it's worth running another mini experiment tweaking it slightly, changing the offer a little bit, um, and then seeing what I get for the next month. So I
0: I love that. I think that's fantastic. So currently we spent 85% of revenue on the Facebook ad. The question is this time, can we get it down to 60%? Can we just improve it? And then next time, can we get it down to 50%? Can we get it down to 40%? And when you get down to that, you're going, well, okay, like now I'm actually making money on the initial sale. And then you go, well, okay, that's something worth scaling. But if you don't press through to version two of the experiment, you'll never improve it. We'll never go, get to the next stage. So I think that's a really lovely way to look at it. Like, yes, you lost 24 pounds on this particular bit, but it's a mini experiment and that's okay. Let's see if we can lose nothing on the next one and then let's see if we can actually make £24 on the third one. And by that stage, if you make £24 on the third one, you're thinking, woo I'm going to scale it slightly, I'm going to drive slightly more traffic, I'm going to get going. But it's all a process, it's all a journey, which I love. Um,
1: That's it. I think one of the the main things that I want to explore in the next experiment is, um, so (laughs) I got two sales, but I actually got 30 checkouts I want oh wow 30 initiated checkouts um uh so it you know i never know how much to trust those numbers exactly what initial checkouts mean um which is quite hard to test but if if 30, 30 people started to buy the, the the product i wonder what might have scared them off what at the last stopped minute. them
0: yeah, what stopped them on that page? What did they see? What did they not follow through with? I know it happens to me sometimes. I go through, I look, and I start the checkout, and then I go, "I'll do that later." And then never get back to it.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that I I had as part of my advert was that the discount was only on three month subscriptions. Uh, so, um Because and the, my reason for doing that was that uh, I I wanted people to buy the higher value product, to, yes. So, so that that um, that like to to offset the cost of advertising, so it sort of became a bit more worth it. So so one of those sales was the the higher value product, and the other one didn't actually take advantage of the offer. They just bought something else, which was a lower value. Uh. So I wonder if <clears throat> somebody might go through and go, oh, there's a sale on, essentially, and then click on something else that they wanted and realize they can't use the offer code on that.
0: Ah, I mean, there's a chance with that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We do want to drive the higher value things, unless there's a way for those lower value items. Like, do you can you see what they put in their basket? Like, if their initial yeah. checkouts, no, because no, that would be really interesting. Different. Yeah, be really interesting to see. Did they put a single kit in their checkout? Then the question is would 30 single kits have been better, or even 25? Maybe next. So here's the question. What are we going to test in experiment two, Adam? Because we need to, we could use the same video, we can do the same things that worked, but like we should tweak it in defined ways. And the key is not to tweak too much, because if we change everything, we don't know what improved it and what made it worse. Because sometimes you do a tweak and you change things and it gets worse. Sometimes it gets better. So if we tweak 72 different ways, the advert, the positioning, the market, the code, we'll never know what is improving or not. So the key is to pick one or two items and go, I'm going to test it this way and see if it improves. So for mini experiment number two, what are you going to tweak?
1: So I think I'd like to try an offer that applies to everything and see okay. how that works. It's just to make it really frictionless as a as a process, so it's it's super easy to click through and uh, and, and and apply that offer. Um, so there's nothing in the way that they need to go back and remember the code or something, you know. Uh.
0: Um,
1: so and you know, yeah, perhaps they when you click through, it's hard to find the advert again or something if you've forgotten the code. Um, so yeah, I'd like to try something that's, you know, it's an easier offer for, for, for everyone to apply.
0: Okay, cool. Uh,
1: and then the, the second change and you can split this one off. Um, so you can see the, the, the mm-hmm. results in isolation is the audience. So why the, the targeting that I did for the audience in the, in the previous one, um, in, in the you know the, pre, the the experiment that we just did was to focus on a lookalike audience based on the people who have visited my website, and I think I'd like to explore um, uh, an audience that's based on people's interests, purely people's interests, okay. rather than website visits.
0: So you're going to do both this time, so you can do half the budget goes into the audience that. You've got the look-alike, and half goes into the audience that uh, is based on interest.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Because then that's an exactly fair test. Because you're putting the same advert out to the two audiences, and we can see which one responds better. and we can refine from there. I love that. Okay. That gives us some. That gives us some simple steps to take to roll out version two.
1: Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, I love this one. It's um, it's cool to get all the data back as well, Um, and it's yeah, it's it's super addictive because there's a there's an app um, for for this that doesn't work very well actually, so (laughs) you you've got to kind of physically refresh all the time, so which makes it more addictive. You know, you can check back on this every every five seconds. You know, have I got a sale? Have I got a sale? But I've been quite good at leaving leaving it alone while I, while I run it um, this, this time around. So I, I, I've practiced that one. But, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I love this kind of stuff. I'm up for the next experiment.
0: Excellent. I love that. Uh, and I think the message for everyone listening to this is, is working through the versions. And I think sometimes we get so excited and we want to go big and go quick but you've got to do the mini experiments in a small way to know what works. I think in the past, I've got excited, Adam, and I've gone, okay, here's my advert, I've done all my copy, I've done everything, let's just throw £200 at it, and boom, it goes out into the world. It didn't work, and then I never spend the time going, what did I learn, what could I improve for version two? And I think it's far better off if you... Take your time, do it slowly, learn from it, try another thing. That'll either make it better or worse. We'll learn from that, we'll do version three. And you can never get to version three unless you've done version one, version two and gone through it. And it's this slow process, which people like me, I hate the slow process because I just want to get on to the final version. Um, But this is the way you make it work is we slowly tweak it each week. We slowly make it better. And we'll eventually get there.
1: (laughs) I agree with you. (laughs) That's great. Excellent. Let's do it. Adam is in concurrence.
0: (laughs) We're in. Uh, So you did try some other things in the mini experiment as well. We spoke about reaching out to influencers, getting your message out there. We spoke about doing some of that, maybe emailing them one a day over the period. Uh, Did you manage to get round to any of that Adam Craft Box Club? (laughs)
1: <laughs> i did i did it no um, you
0: actually did your homework i love yeah, I it okay to run me through this i'll
1: tell you what i didn't do and i and and i i just can't seem to work this into my life at the moment uh is is the doing the same you're know, doing one thing every day uh, oh, okay every, every day just seems to be completely different um with different challenges and all sorts of different things to do so i i went at this in chunks <laughs>
0: that's okay over, yeah, it happened over a
1: couple of weeks yeah for sure <laughs> so uh, i think influences I, I we were sort of i'm not i'm not sure whether we knew what that meant um at the time because <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a whole load of different people you know is it is it pr is it uh is it sort of going to the press is it talking to a few people on the on the on instagram um so uh yeah i did a few uh, a few different things um so, one of the things that I, I, I went to was um, I, I went to talking to crafts-based kind of blo- craft bloggers on Instagram. Love it. So I, I went to target quite a few of those, um, and yeah, so it was it was craft bloggers and kind of eco bloggers. So I just you know went and liked and commented on a few of their the things in their feed, and then. Dirted up little chats.
0: So you liked, commented on their actual stuff. So you're engaging in the conversation. You're actually speaking to them about what they're interested in. And then you sent them a private message or?
1: Yes. Yeah, did. Yeah. Private message. Um, and and, d- and do made hold suspense. Sorry, I was <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> I was scribbling. trying to remember what I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to make up up what I did so I can tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: did do it. Well, sometimes you just do it and you don't think, oh, that is what I did. You just do it. it. And then I come along and go, what did you do? And then I try and turn it into a process if it works, because then we we can repeat it. So that's, I I completely understand
1: Yeah, so yeah, so I, I basically made friends with a few people, and that the way that we we've ended it sort of so far that we we've taken it as far as uh, we've done some story shares. So okay, um, I, I've posted about some things that they're talking about, particularly the eco products on my stories on Instagram, um, because you know we will have overlapping people who uh, you know care about the environment a bit more and um and and value kind of eco-friendly products so yeah i've posted on my stories and they they post about me on their stories so i get a bit of exposure to them
0: i love that was there any impact from that did it what did it do uh
1: zero 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 sales um yeah no, no impact uh it's hard to tell whether people came via those stories to, to see the page. Um, and it's hard to tell about, you know, whether there was, there was sort of more awareness, awareness, um, based on it is, did
0: did you get more followers? Did, did anyone comment? Like, did you, did you look at your Instagram followers before and afterwards?
1: Um, I, so I've probably got 50 more followers since but that's not loads more than usual. Um, okay. And yeah, and I and I do get lots of, I, I do get a fair amount of engagement anyway. So it's quite hard to to separate that out. So it it was it was hard to really justify that having any impact immediately. Anyway. So
0: how long do you think you spent on this?
1: Uh, I I spent I, I basically sat on the sofa with my phone for two hours and said I'm gonna do this. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love so was it. So it was two hours.
1: hours. So I, I went. So it was the two hours getting in touch with everybody, and then sometimes it takes people a day to reply. So then you know it was it was a bit of following up after that,
0: which sort of happens in and around life, sending messages back and forwards. Um, okay, so these sharing Instagram stories doesn't seem to do that much for your business yet. However. You've made contact with a bunch of interesting people in your space that you can suggest doing other stuff with. And making friends is just the first bit. So yeah. I don't see this work as lost in any way. I see it as creating connections that we can go back to and say, that was fun. What else can we do? Do we write a blog post? Do we? Do I do this? Do I do that? Um, do you want to send me some questions for an interview for your blog? Uh, do you want? Yeah. So there's other stuff we can do here to keep yes. progressing this on.
1: It, it was also very free, you know, sitting, sitting on the sofa very free. With, your phone, with your with your phone for two hours with a coffee. Uh, that's, you know, I, I, I could deal with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper than Facebook ads at £63, it's pounds, but it's brought yes. in less sales so far. Um, yeah. So this is interesting. So like, Are you up for a version two of this? Like, do you want? What do you want to do with this particular part of the experiment?
1: Well, I'm I'm up for doing similar things because it is it's so easy. But I wonder whether there are a couple of other things we might talk about that I want to focus a bit more time on.
0: I love that. Okay, cool. Because the danger is with marketing, Adam. We do what's easy, not what's profitable. And I know when I started my business, what was easy was to work on my website what was profitable was to make phone calls but i didn't want to do that didn't like it (laughs) painful put me out of my comfort zone made me sweat i got rejected i hated it so i did what was easy not what was profitable and i think that's a really important point for us and everyone that's listening is don't get sucked into it's free and it's easy if it doesn't make any difference and if it does make a difference that's great but if it doesn't we need to focus on the high value things so let's leave influencer homework there for a second um we can talk about pr as well later just before we move on the third thing you said about sending out an email to the mailing list
1: uh yeah so there, there are a couple of other things i did on on influencers as, as well which we can talk about but yeah this the, with the with the newsletter And that is something I want to, well, not newsletter necessarily, is it? (laughs) But the mailing (laughs) list. is, yeah, that's something I really wanted to focus on a lot more because recently I've had a few people cancel because life's getting busy. And I always follow up every time that people cancel the subscriptions. And without fail, they are saying, I'll be back in a couple of months. So I really need to make sure I get in touch with them in a couple of months and and remind them that I'm still there. <laughs> well,
0: I think with those specific people that say they'll be back in a couple of months, like literally put a diary reminder for two months saying contact this person. Like it is literally worth doing that. If that's what they've said, like just literally do it. I think there's a general piece of the email mailing list which goes out to everyone. That's less personal. Uh, there's a personal bit of... I followed up, I chatted to you, like, oh, I've got this new thing, you can send them an individual message. uh, And that will make them feel incredibly loved. And I bet you it'll convert far higher than a general email out to the mailing list. And so if they've said that, I would diarise that, Adam, like, they've said they'll come back, let's track them down.
1: I, I love that. I mean, It's so simple, isn't it? But um, yeah, my mind just wasn't going there. It wasn't getting past the, the mailing list. So yeah. All right. I'm taking that one <laughs> all the way to the bank. <laughs> I'm putting a big star and square brackets around it. I'm going to draw lots of beautiful flowers around it to remind Aww. myself to read, read the notes.
0: I know I'm winning when Adam draws flowers (laughs) around my comments. That's how I know I'm winning. Uh, But it sounds simple, but I think we forget to do that. If someone says they want to do it, then just set a diary reminder and follow up. And that's what I do if I want to make things happen. And I know if I put it in my calendar, I do. Just one thing where this has gone wrong for me in the past is I put the diary reminder in at the time. And then I get to it in two months time and go, what was this? What do I need to say? And then I feel a bit weird about doing it and I don't do it. So just in that diary reminder, it is. They said they're coming back in two months. Send them an email that says, oh, how are you doing? Happy summer. And like, what do you want to say to them at that point in two months time?
1: Um, Yeah, I guess, you know, <laughs> I guess things like, you know, just how are you doing? Be, be kind of friendly. But then also, you know, are you missing us? Are you missing the creativity in your life? Here's the latest kit. If you subscribe now, um, I can make sure that you're, you know, back on the system and you can you can carry on crafting.
0: Perfect, perfect. Uh, and just make it very personal, so they know it's not a, a spammy thing. It's actually you reaching out to them. Um, yeah. You left two months ago. We miss you. Yeah. Um, Excellent. So tell me about the general mailing list then. Tell me about the email list. Where are we? What are we doing? Did the email out do anything? What happened?
1: Uh, So I basically did two different types of emails. So one of them was to say, uh, so I, I... it's, there's a lot behind the scenes of doing doing this email because I um, I'm managing everything on a new kind of database that I built after, after Christmas, so I can pull different types of people out because um, I don't want to be sending an email to people going, we want you to come back when they're already subscribed. Yes, we
0: <laughs> want to avoid that definitely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so now I can I can pull those people out that you know the the, the right types of people for the right kind of messaging. Um, and I've sent an email saying we want you back to some people, um, albeit a kind of general one. And then I've started to do—I uh, uh, you know, built something to, to pull out, um, you know, like all of the, the emails that haven't unsubscribed or whatever. Uh, and that's just uh, like um, like craft eco crafting ideas, just to to get them to visit the website.
0: Okay, cool.
1: And add a bit more value. Uh
0: the email that went out saying we want you back, uh, just to double check, was it personalized at the top? Did it say Dear Jeff, dear Jane, dear Freddie? Yes. Perfect. Excellent. Because that's one of the biggest mistakes to make is to go Dear Crafter. Um because that will immediately go in the junk and the bin. Um excellent. So it's got the name at the top, it had a message. Did you get any responses? What happened?
1: Uh, well, it's been it's been quite good actually. Um, but this, yeah, without without overcomplicating this, there were a, a few European customers that I have, um, and their boxes weren't getting through because of customs changes oh, after Brexit. Brexit, yes, wonderful. I've had all sorts of problems importing and exporting boxes from from Europe, um, but. Uh, yeah, so a few of them either were about to cancel and we sort of had a chat and I said, you know, I'll let me sort it out, um, or had already canceled. So I had about four or five of them, um, that were about to go or, or had, had left. Um, and that, that email prompted some more conversations with them. And I, and I did a little, an experiment with one of my customers in Germany to just send them a, a freebie, basically, to make sure that it got there. They, <laughs> did we, it get through? Me know, it did. <laughs> Yay! So I've I've, uh, I've worked out customs now. So, um, yeah, so I, I managed to fr- from that email and then a few conversations around, you know, getting getting Europe sorted. I, I got five more customers back.
0: Five. That is fantastic. Congratulations on fixing Europe.
1: Yes. If you could do that for the rest of us. (laughs) I'm told that in in Germany, there are lots of budding crafters, but they don't really, there's no uh, craft businesses selling them craft stuff, which I find amazing. Um, So yeah, Germany, there's an, an untapped market there, apparently.
0: Do we need to test a Facebook advert in German?
1: Yeah, that's an idea, isn't it?
0: You've just yeah. told me there's an untapped market. So what's the first thing that goes through my head? <laughs> How can we tap it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is it's strange, isn't it? You have your head full of all of this other stuff, so the things that seem quite obvious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I had that on my uh on my Sunday maybe list. Um mm. but, you know, Perhaps that's, uh, perhaps that's worth bringing up to now.
0: Well, here's the question. I think we should come back for uh, episode three in two weeks' time and go, what's worked, what's not, or whenever it is, after you've run your next Facebook ad. What are you actually going to test over the next two, three weeks until we speak again next in marketing? What do you want to try? What do you want to test? Because we could spend ages coming up with ideas, which we have done before, <laughs> and we could come up with thousands of ideas, but you can't do it all. What do you want to test over the next two or three weeks?
1: So let's put the, the, um, taking over Germany to the side for a minute. Cause I, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure I've, uh, I've fully thought that through. Um, but it's definitely, yeah, maybe we can talk about that in a couple of weeks. I'd I'll love that. that. We can that definitely talk about that. Yeah. Um, we can
0: also speak to your customers uh, and say, I'm thinking of expanding into the German market. Uh, any tips? Want to help? <laughs> It'd yeah. be interesting to know. Anyway, let's put Germany to one side. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are we going to do in the next round of testing?
1: So I want to test that the new Facebook advert at the end of the month. For that last week at the end of this month and have another offer on um, I want to come up with a come up with and start to execute a plan on the email list on the mailing list because at the moment it's quite sporadic and I think it would really benefit from you know once a week or something or every every couple of weeks I don't know um, regularly getting something out to to the to the mailing list with different messages. Because I'd love to go out and go, you know. Please come back to one section. Uh, you know. Oh, you're a current subscriber, but you're in. Are you enjoying it? Would you like to buy it for a friend, for example? All those sorts of things. And I feel like I I need to have a plan, because uh, that's you know that's not something that I can just do in my random chunks of the day. Um, and I need to think about those messages and and get those out.
0: Yes and then there's sort of the general message to the mailing list who've signed up going here's the latest in eco crafting here's what's going on here's what I'm focused on uh the general engagement as well and you've got sort of different levels of this the general engagement for everyone the customers that are existing that you want to keep engaged like you're a current subscriber here's an idea here's a bonus thought here's a video for you like you weren't expecting this here's some extra love Uh, on these elements. Um, And then definitely the people who've unsubscribed, uh, we need to message them every now and again Mm. and just say, how are you doing? Here's an idea. Here's a thought. Um, This is something you could do at home if you're missing crafting. Uh, If you're really missing crafting, obviously we'd love to have you back. But here's an idea that's free that you could do at home Um, that gets people excited because then you're giving value and helping them and that's why they'll remain on the list if we just continually hit previous subscribers with come back by now come back by now come back by now they will leave that part of the list and actually what we want to do is keep adding value giving them ideas keeping them engaged and then just mentioning we'd love to have you back uh, but if we add value, they'll stay on your list, and then we might get them back in the future.
1: Yeah, indeed. um yeah, so I, I need to set that up as a project a project and start making progress with that on its on its on its own.
0: I love your language. I love your language. <laughs> I'm gonna set it up as a project. Uh, so that's the project. What's the next action?
1: I've listened to that episode. I've been doing that actually. <laughs>
0: It's so important. That, it no, makes I'm, I'm, such I'm... a
1: difference. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan, so I've listened to every other podcast so far. Um, yeah, I've been doing it for for absolutely absolutely everything. Um, and, yeah, so I've got one note of lots of projects, and then in each each thing, like, there's the note is the first action. Um, so for that one, the first action is... Um, open a spreadsheet, divide the mailing list up into um, into different sections and then come up with some messages to target those sections. Is that one step or is that three steps? <laughs> I think that's
0: many steps, but open uh, the I think, <laughs> I think the, well, yeah, like we can definitely do that. I think the first action is decide on spreadsheet segments I want to target. That's the, like, you know, open the spreadsheet, look at it, and go, okay, here's the segments. Segment one, people who've subscribed and then left. Segment two, current subscribers. Segment three, all the people, like the whole mailing list. Um, And I think just having those thoughts of what are my segments, that then will lead to, based on what my segments are, what's my message for each segment. But first step, first step, choose segments.
1: I've got it. Two segments. got another star. <laughs>
0: Excellent. And then once you've chosen segments, that will inspire the next thought, which is what am I going to communicate to said segments, said segments, and then we can work from there. Cool. So next up on the test, we've got Facebook adverts. We've got the mailing list and the segments. Uh, is there anything else, Adam?
1: Well, so I wanted to refine talk to influencers a little bit more and turn that into a link building project. Um, so I'm, I've, I've, I have because it's easy, <laughs> <partly>. <laughs> as you said, it's very easy to work on the website. Mm. So I have worked on the website, um, <laughs> but I've, I, I've, I've managed to get it to a, a place now where I've had quite a few people look it over and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't doing anything on the website itself that was reducing, um, it's ranking on Google and that it was really easy to buy from it. So I've spent some time on doing that and I'm, I'm there now with that. What I think I need to do next to increase my Google ranking. Cause it has, it has been slipping recently. is to some... Yeah. So it's, and it's interesting and it's, it's me and. There are two or three other similar businesses on there, which are also slipping at the same time in favor mm. of the bigger companies.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: So um, so I think I need to start getting some more links out there. I wonder whether it's because there were lots of articles written at the beginning of lockdown about craft subscriptions and they might be being pulled for you know, being taken down at the moment. So I need to get back on those
0: okay interesting well i think first off it's great that you noticed most people wouldn't even notice that because it's not something they track and secondly that is absolutely something we can do about so you call it the influencer link building project yes Uh, and then let's start talking to these people so we've done you can go back to the ones you've messaged and say we've done a we've done a story share we've spoken a few bit I love what you're doing what else could we do do you want to do a link share thing do you want to write some articles do you like how
1: how can we help each other uh,
0: and I think that's then quite an interesting chat to go from there
1: yeah that's it so I, I think I need to choose the ones on Instagram that have got websites because not all of them blog on websites and I feel like if, if they're blogging on Instagram it's not going to be seen as such high value by Google. So I've been seeking out specifically people who write top 10 subscription boxes or best way to eco craft and that sort of thing. And I've sent three emails to people to get in touch with, uh, in touch with them. I've contacted the people who have written the articles, um, and I'm not necessarily sure that that's the best way of going about it. Um, cause I feel like they might've written it and they're done with that article and they've moved on a few I've tried to get in touch with on Instagram. Cause there's, you know, it says on the, like on the byline or whatever, it says who they are and this is how to find them on Instagram. And they're not even, they're not even on Instagram to read it. So, you know, when you message, it says whether it's seen or not, my messages don't even get seen by them. So, um, yeah, I, I think I need to try and find somebody at the, uh, magazine or, um, you know, on online magazine, sort of newsletter, blog, or whatever, and really try and get their attention.
0: I love that. Okay, so part three is finding the right people, and then starting to get their attention and send them the messages. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Uh, Great. So those are your three bits of homework. Are you happy about that? Is there anything else that we need to discuss on those bits?
1: Um, no, I think I'm happy happy with that. Um, we've. Uh, I don't know if you want to <laughs> want me to mention it, but we've done another podcast that's a little bit more about what we've just talked about. So I can take a lot of the lessons from that uh, onto onto the link building. I think
0: which if you're listening to this, that is the next episode that is coming out (laughs) chronologically. Uh, So we will be speaking to Adam and John Card from Full Story Media, who's written for The Guardian, The Times, The Independent. He's a a journalist and a PR expert, and he actually helps to get the press for Rebel Business schools. He's a very interesting guy. And Adam and I had a long chat of how we can get Adam's business into the press find contacts, and start getting people writing about Craft Box Club. So you've got that episode next. Then we'll check back in on the episode afterwards with has Adam implemented it? <laughs> Is he doing it? And has it worked? So the episode afterwards, we'll come back. We'll re-go back through the Facebook adverts, the mailing list, the influencer link building project, and we'll see where we've got to. Um So the next episode is an absolute doozy for you all. (laughs) Is there anything else we need to cover, Adam, or are you happy?
1: No, I'm ready to go, I think.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Adam is ready to go. He's ready to launch this stuff. Uh, We'll see you for the John Card episode, and then we'll see you back for marketing mini-experiments past three. Thanks for coming on the show, Adam.
1: Thanks. It's been great. I can't wait for the next one.
0: As always, there's three main things I want you to take away from this episode. The first is the power of accountability and having weekly things to focus on. Like It is so powerful. If you can find someone who will help you work out what are the three things you need to do this week, what are the things you need to focus on, and then check back in afterwards and go, how did it go? What happened? What should we do next? If you can find someone to do that with, find another business owner in a Facebook group that you can support and they can support. Get a friend to do it. Uh, get me to do it. Come on the podcast. Like, find someone to help you do that. It is incredibly powerful to help hold you accountable to making progress and making things happen. So, the first is about accountability. The second is Facebook adverts. And We've spoken a lot about those recently on the podcast. They can be incredibly powerful. They can also cost you a lot of money. And if Adam had just scaled this test, he would actually just be scaling losing money. So he'd be throwing more and more money in and losing more and more money faster. But what he's done is very smart is a limited test to work out whether it worked Then he can tweak and improve and tweak and improve and you only scale the money you put in once you've got it working and you know what's going to bring you money, you know what's going to work, you know what your profit margins is. This is all about the numbers, the geeky data and working towards it. So that's the second thing on Facebook adverts. And the third, business is a long game. Like, it's a long game. You're not going to do this and have a huge business in week one. Like, this is the long term. You're building something to work on over the years. And actually, if you think of it like that, you can build something incredible over the long term through your daily and weekly actions that are compounded. And you all know on this podcast, I am a huge fan of the expression, the extraordinary belongs to those that create it. And this is the long game. Start creating. It's actually the mundane, the daily actions, the boring stuff that you do every day. It's not actually that boring. It's quite fun. But you know what I mean. It's the stuff you do every day that builds the extraordinary over the long term. And that is what we are doing with Adam's business. That's what you're doing with your life. That's what I'm doing with my life right now. Every month I track my finances, I look at what I've spent, I look at what I'm saving, I look at what my net worth is, and I am working towards building extraordinary. With this podcast, it's over the long term, I'm gradually working on it, I'm helping Adam, which helps you, I'm working on the episodes, which helps you, and I'm slowly building something, a set of resources that will help people to build businesses with no debt, but I'm doing it Over the long term, and it's through the daily actions like this of recording a summary, recording a podcast, and working on it that I will build it. So just remember breathe, relax. This is a long term game, and you can build the extraordinary. Just take action each and every week. Thank you for listening to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Thank you for being part of the podcast. Get out there and build the extraordinary. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a Rebel Entrepreneur.